The Movie Hour, episode 182, May 10th, 2012. Spoiler alert, this episode may contain both swearing and movie plots. Hello everyone, I'm so happy you're here joining us for the Scarlett Johansson Translation Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney, the man of the hour, and the host of this beloved show. That's right, I'm both of those. I am joined by my co-host tonight, my brother James, everyone's favorite bridge player, Jeff. Welcome back, gentlemen. Sup? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Has it been a, you guys have a good week? You guys amped? You guys pumped? I did have a good week. Cinco yeah. de Mile party was here, everyone had a good time. Yeah, played some volleyball at the Sango de Mayo party. Some volleyball, had good weather. Did not break a finger. I did not. Yep. I'm back into the swing of things. Mm-hmm. So, soccer season's upon us. So, been doing some of the coaching. Yeah, what's the record? What's the record for the? Uh, we're two and one. Whatever it is, two, two and one. Nice, good for you. We destroyed arch rival Anderson's team. They're no not, way. They're not <laughs> that, the arch rivals, you know that. That's awesome. I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the second year in a row they were in there. Speaking of, uh, Jeff, are you coaching right now? Is that in the, um, in the... Well, not exactly. I'm running like a like soccer club where just anybody who wants to can show up after school and we go to this park and uh, try and set aside a little bit of space for ourselves, depending upon you how Try to boost your self-confidence by beating up girls, little kids, and that is boys. That is almost exactly what I do, yeah. Um, All right, form a gauntlet. I'm going dri- to dribble through <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try, try, try and take the ball from me. We're playing Body Wars. <laughs> try to take. That'd be awesome. That's fantastic. Um, awesome, awesome. Did uh, did you guys celebrate Cinco de Mayo this weekend? No. Yes. No. Um. I mean, I definitely uh went out Drank. and had some drinks. Yeah. It wasn't. You know, there wasn't a theme. Uh, <laughs> just it really wasn't for us either. I call it. I call it Thursday. Right. Yeah. Awesome. I did uh, have a shot of tequila though. That's about as. Mexican as I got. Did you have the coconut tequila? No, I did yeah. not. Good, good on you. I uh, stayed away from it. But they put tequila. salt on the rim of the shot glass, and it was awful. If I had to guess who brought the coconut tequila, would I be right? I don't know who did, so I can. Right. Um, you. You probably would be right if I remember who brought it. All right, cool. <laughs> Brandy, is that was that what we do? <laughs> That's the. And her name is a, is an alcohol. She was involved with the unpacking, so I think it, she was. Uh, during the fantastic times of getting shit-faced and playing volleyball and dominating all that kind of stuff there were some very exciting things happening in the movie theaters which you guys may or may not know about know. Uh, the avengers came out this weekend a lot of people saw it uh including a lot us, of people saw some it. others a lot of people saw it the movie uh beat the record all-time opening weekend 207 million dollars yeah, crushed it beat it by Ooh. like yeah, take it 25 something like that. Yeah, That's take a quick so guess. much money. Take a, yeah, take a quick guess in your heads. It, yeah, it was pretty much almost 40 million more than yeah. Harry Potter uh, Part Two. That's already 71st on the all-time domestic list. Yeah, it's um, it's gonna make a lot of money, and it is again. This is like the first time this has really ever happened with four franchises coming into one, uh, to make this thing, and yeah, like I'll get more into it in the movie review thing, but. First question is, 207 million in the very beginning, is this going to eclipse Avatar for all time worldwide uh, at, what, 707? Worldwide? Worldwide, it made a billion, didn't it? I'm talking about, let's do domestic. All right. Um, uh, How do you think this will eclipse Avatar at, like, 707 million? No, I don't. I think it'll be somewhere closer to, like, Dark Knight. 
numbers to somewhere maybe like fourth place or something. I really fourth. hope it. I really hope it does, just because I want to see the look on James Cameron's smug face when he seven, yeah, seven, as, as he instantly re- releases it in 40. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, no problem. We got this. Yeah, 760 million on Avatar. It's I don't know. It's uh. It's amazing because that difference. There's a lot of there's a lot of discrepancy between uh, the the numbers in the domestic grosses. We're talking about like hundreds of millions. Like we go from Avatar at 760 to Titanic at 660 to The Dark Knight at 530. Yeah. Um. So there's a there's a lot of gap there, but it's already made 207. And I, I saw it. I'm gonna give it a, a a good review, if not a glowing review. And a lot of other people have liked it. So it's gonna have legs to some extent. And that that could almost be against it. You know. I mean, if you think about it, Avatar. Uh, according to this, opened with like 77 million. Right. So, <laughs> true. If it's already got 207, then is it done? <laughs> it's well, already slow down, Avengers. Slow down. <laughs> I don't know. In Avatar, a lot coming out of that movie, this I had the feeling that you know there's been some like it's a beautiful looking movie. If nothing else, go see it for the technology right. involved. But you know, you're not walking. I didn't walk away from Ava, or the Avengers thinking that, but it was it was a good movie. Anyway, definitely good word of mouth on it. Though. Right, right. Now, what's hilarious and almost completely predictable is already announced today. Uh, there will be an Avengers two, no problem. <laughs> already greenlit. Like Disney CEO Bob Iger is like, "Yep, yeah, we're doing it." Yeah. <laughs> the, I have the contracts already made yeah, up. They just have to sign it. Yeah, pretty much. I like the idea um, of walking into the office and be like, "Hey." I have this great idea. It's the Avengers 2 done. Just, okay, fine. Fuck <laughs> you. Just, just do it. Just, God damn it. Don't waste my time with this shit. Right, right. Who's going to be no, the no. Green Lantern guy? I want to have a better conversation. Right. <laughs> so we give me that Ryan guy. We'll get him back here. Yeah, like they're going to be the whole, pretty much all of the franchise is continuing. Like Iron Man is going to be coming out again. Thor, Captain America, the Avengers. They've got uh, Mark Ruffalo, I think, like committed to set, like six more movies, which could all be Avengers, but they might actually turn him into some more Hulks. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. So your world, uh, the Hollywood world, is gonna see a lot more of this. So hopefully you did see it and liked it, because otherwise you're gonna get shoved down your throat for the next couple summers. So before moving on to uh, another quick topic, now that it's made 207 million, the next big thing which we talked about uh, last episode was Dark Knight, uh, the final of that series coming out this summer. Do we think this uh, Marvel's Avengers will be beating Dark Knight in terms of opening weekend? Do you think that the Dark Knight Falls or whatever the name of that title is going to be is uh, going to beat this movie? Dark Knight of the Moon. Dark Knight of the Moon. <laughs> Dark Knight. You just want to hear Jeff say Dark of the Moon. Dark of the Moon. I don't know. I'm totally blown out of proportion right now just because Avengers did so much better than I thought it would. I thought it'd be a little too early to hit the summer crowd. I didn't think there was that much anticipation for this Avengers film. Right. Oh, man. Um, We're doing set in stone, J- James. Yep, make the- yep. Um, what what weekend is that coming out? Do you what? happen to know? I do not have it in front of me. I think it's, it's in it's, June sometime. Um, July. It's January. <laughs> I'm going to say it falls Jack short, Kobe. but it gets second. That's, that's my answer. It gets second all time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Get July twentieth is the day it comes out. July twentieth. Yeah. There's like I'm pretty if I remember correctly the, that whole weekend is just a fucking black hole other than the Dark Knight. Like right, right. everyone's moving away from it. Um. Yeah. I'll stick with my prediction. Right. Why not? Jeff. I have no reason to change it since yeah, it was I, all guessing. 
I have trouble saying it's going to beat 200 million opening weekend. So uh, yeah, why why don't I say 170? All right, so we're Wait, all. It's, not, it's, it's all, an IMAX, but not 3D, right? We have the consensus. Uh, I don't think it has a 3D on Dark Knight. It is IMAX for sure, all though. Right. So yeah, I'm gonna say 170. Which would put it at second. So perfect. Yeah, they're like we're on the consensus that it's not gonna beat Marvels. Like I thought about, and I actually have the opposite feeling for you, James. Like I think the Avengers actually kicked off the blockbuster season, and a lot of people were waiting to see just this giant popcorn movie and. I think yeah, they I just extra, I think they got extra bucks kids still in school and stuff like that. Right, my true, true. Inkling. Um, and the Dark Knight coming out later is just with all the franchises involved in this movie. Even if all the rabid DC fans go see the Dark Knight, there's still tons of people that went and saw Marvels just because there's so many different characters they were interested in. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. And I think Bane's kind of a like whatever. Like who cares about Bane? Like the Joker. You had Heath Ledger croaking and yeah and yeah. catwoman's in it but i don't think she's that big of a character in it and she's attractive uh so uh going past avengers the box office numbers uh just want to make a quick comment and i guess this is box office related this weekend dark shadows comes out we talked about this the johnny depp film uh the remake of the or the movie realization of uh the dark shadow show and how uh awful it's going to be and it's going to be it's going to be interesting i think the avengers is going to make a billion more dollars than any of these movies coming out this weekend. But James, you've actually bet that dark shadows is going to do the worst out of any of these large releases this, this month, right? This is your, this is your your horse to get last, right? This was, this was, I believe my horse to get last just, I mean, in comparison to budget versus how much it grosses. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you have nothing to rush out to uh, the theaters for next weekend. So catch up, watch the Avengers, uh, Go and see Kevin in the Woods. Even uh, go go catch something, but Dark Shadows. I don't know. Yeah, else is gonna have to see it because I'm not going to. And speaking of horses, I watched the Kentucky Derby for the first time this weekend, like ever. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little spoiled now. I'm sure. But... There was a little bit of betting going on. Katie picked the the first the number one horse. She picked yeah. the points and the horse, and I was like, she wow, fifty bucks in the pot. That's awesome. That's yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic news. Fantastic news. Uh, so. Going past Sacred a Mile, going past all that, all that in the Holly Hunters, Highwood Hoopla, let's just go to our movie reviews. And that yes. brings us uh, to Jeff. You're going to be our uh, number one. All right, sure. All right, why not? Uh, so I saw, not not terribly new, but I saw the, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which came out last year. It's based on the uh, you know the book by mm-hmm. Stieg Larsson, who is now dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's directed by David Fincher. There was already a Swedish version. I didn't see that because I'm fucking lame. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, this is all right. Uh, I really didn't know what to expect because I haven't, I don't know when people start talking about books that, I don't know, I, I just shut down, which it doesn't make any sense. But like when people, when people would talk about Hunger Games or when people would talk about Twilight, I feel like right. that's what sort of set me up for this. So I feel like I kind of put this on the same level, but no, it's, it's pretty cool actually. Uh, David it's Fincher does a good job. The same as Twilight as Hunger Games. Right, but. right. No, it's, it's a little rapier. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Um, so David Fincher does a good job of like, it, it's, it's a pretty dark film and, um, it basically follows these two characters who become intertwined about halfway through the movie. Daniel Craig plays, uh, M- Mikhail Blomqvist, uh, doing my best here, Swedes, sorry. Um, who is a journalist who's recently been disgraced for writing something derogatory about like a major banking guy, I think it was, that he wasn't able to substantiate. 
um, even though he still thinks it was true. And uh, what's her name? Rooney Mara plays Lisbeth Salander, who is the girl with the dragon tattoo, who's just sort of like this fucked up punk chick who is sort of like a PI in a way, but works for some sort of like PI for hire company or, you know, something like that. I'm not exactly certain. I'm sure if I'd read the book like a decent human being, I would know. Anyway. Yeah. You're awful. yeah so that's the moral of this review. So anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, Elizabeth's uh, life is pretty fucked up in a lot of ways. And um, there is a, uh, there's a lot going on there, but it, what, what happens with Mikhail is that he gets this offer from Christopher Plummer, <laughs> Uh, to come up to Christopher Cromer's estate where like his family lives and um, and his businesses and everything and try and solve and he's like a super rich dude from a super rich family and try and solve this murder that happened in the mid 60s that nobody's been able to solve and so there's sort of like this cool thing where they'll cut back to what was happening in the 60s and it goes from sort of this dark and gritty thing to a really I don't know like a really interesting washed film and like the like soft focus and stuff I really thought it was pretty cool. Uh, anyway, the the two characters sort of become uh, intertwined together and start working together to solve these uh, the, this series of uh, mysteries that had happened, you know, before they were both born, and you know, intrigue and a couple of uh, pretty intense scenes later, and uh, yeah, you know, so I don't know. I don't know if there's a plan to make another one yet, but I certainly thought this one was was pretty good. I liked it. They have there's already the original ones there's a, a ton of them so i'd be i would be i wouldn't be surprised if they came out with the the movie all all just because they have those already they have the books the other movies all were semi-successful and uh yeah unless, unless there's like a character or actor issue like i'm i don't see why they wouldn't right um, right are you I, a daniel I'm craig just, fan what did you did daniel, like daniel craig impress craig, you in this yeah i think i think he's all right i'm not um not a super fan. I, he's, he's kind of ignorable to me usually. I, I don't really need to pay attention to him, if that makes right. sense. No, that makes sense. Uh, but, yeah, and why did you, like, you went into this movie with just meh expectations. You knew a little bit about it being charged from the books, but wh- why did you end up catching it? I mean, I do like Fincher. Uh, it, right, right. It was one of the uh, the better-looking movies at the little Blockbuster Express thing downstairs on Sunday. And, uh, nice. You know, so, yeah. Cool. Right. Uh, so if the second one did come out, would you even bother watching it? Yeah, I probably wouldn't go to the okay. theater or anything, but I, yeah. Right. I it for sure. Awesome. So um, I guess that brings us to the main course. Uh, he was just he was just a taste. Jeff was a taste of uh, what's to come. The amazing... Amuse-bouche. Yeah. <laughs> the amazing uh, uh, Coors... Deuce, deuce, I hope is being drank right now. Anyways, uh, we have The Avengers, the movie that everyone caught, 207 million, of course. And there are people here that haven't seen it yet, uh, people listening that haven't seen it yet. And I am not going to be spoiling anything, not that there's much to spoil on this uh, obvious popcorn flick, but there are a lot of things I can talk about. Um, First off, my expectations going into it, I was expecting a decent movie. I was expecting to forget my life for two hours. That happened, so that was cool. Um, and it was a, uh, I did not see it in 3D, and I did not see it in IMAX. I just saw it the, the normal uh, way that God intended. And it was, uh, it was uh, a very beautiful picture. It was awesome. The movie is directed by Joss Whedon. We talked about this quite a bit last weekend, so I'll try to skip over some of that stuff. But Whedon does, um, it's worth noting, this is Whedon's pretty much first film uh, 
other than Serenity that had any kind of budget. And this is the first time it had, like, he had a big budget. And he did a really good job with the ensemble cast of all these big names that have all come from these other franchises. We've got Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr., Captain America, Chris Evans, The Hulk, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Thor with Chris Hemsworth. And then you even have Jerry Renner as Hawkeye and uh, Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Um, I should mention, I did not see Captain America. and I have not seen Thor. Everything else I've pretty much covered, even the terrible Hulk movie. Um, but these characters together, they immediately start us off in this movie. They pull you in with like two seconds of setup, and then you're thrown in the action. And I'm like, okay, well, this is exactly what I signed up for, no problem. I really thought during while I watched this movie, I'm going to see just six suits running around blowing shit up. And you do get a fair amount of that, but what's interesting is they did find time to do some character development in this movie, which I did not expect at all. Um, it all flowed pretty well. Uh, the writing with, uh, I'm sure with the help of Joss Whedon directing also, which he also did, uh, do the screenplay, but, uh, did really well. Um, I did not see Thor, but uh, Tom Hiddleston, Loki is the primary bad guy in this movie. And he was, uh, he did a very good job being the asshole, um, and standing out with all these big names around him. But, uh, so what I didn't, no, is there are things in this movie all of the characters come with a little bit of baggage because they all had their previous movies and there are references very small references that won't get lost on you like you know when they comment about it that they're about the movie that they were in before this but it doesn't catch you up they don't spend too much time on it and as soon as they move past that like um i got the idea that whatever happened between thor and loki in the last movie um, I sort of got an idea of that relationship that happened then, and now they're moving through it. And I, I got the idea that uh, what happened with Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America from the previous movie, stuff like that. Um, they gloss over that stuff, and they move past it, and then they deal with the relationships between them and their focus on the ultimate bad guy. Um, you do get a very large dose of uh, Samuel L. Jackson in this movie. There was a lot of... Um, I was really worried on who was going to get the most screen time, uh, which I guess I, I will get into a little bit more, but just to describe the plot a little bit, um, Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury in the beginning pretty much runs into a problem that he knows humanity as, you know, a normal day to day schmoes with guns can't handle. So they call in the Avenger initiative and get everybody gathered up in their various ways to help out. They pretty much just send up, send up the red, uh, send up the signals and gets everybody, get everybody together. There are obvious, obvious conflicts. That's where the character development and relationships grow and dismantle from. And you have Loki in the middle alone. of it. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I work alone. A lot of, a lot of great stuff like that. Um, Loki in the middle of it, middle of it causing havoc. And he's, uh, the primary, point of conflict is uh, <laughs> a Transformers like cube. Yeah, that was part of the preview that I saw that kind of worried me. I'm like, okay, what are we doing here? <laughs> right. Was that in it sounded like the uh, I, Asgard. Like it sounds like they knew about it in Asgard and it was a, like, was it in the Thor movie? Did you see like a cube of energy type thing in yes. that? Yes. Okay, that's what it is. They refer to that and like it's the same thing. So if you saw Thor, it comes back in this movie and it ends up being a device that this alien race wants and they pretty much bring loki from wherever he was to act as their servant on earth and in exchange he gets an army to invade earth and conquer it as like the champion of earth um so he has he gets his army then they get the the cube and that's where 
the Avengers come in because there's literally an alien race army coming into uh, the into the world and they have to figure out how to stop it or thwart it before it happens. Um, so when you go see this movie, you might be wondering like, okay, I want to see, I loved Iron Man. I want to see him. I hated Captain America. I don't want to see much of him, stuff like that. They do a very good job of keeping the screen time be- between all the big guys. I'd say Mark Ruffalo gets the short end of the stick in terms of, uh, as expected, lost yeah. in the shuffle, lost in the shuffle. Um, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow gets a ton of time in this. Really? Uh, probably the most, if not head-to-head with Robert Downey Jr. Um, I did not expect that at all, and it's uh, it wasn't bad. Like She does a great job. I like, I like looking at her, and that's probably why she became the friend of the show today. Um, and, yeah, that surprised me. So just going into that, that's something to keep in mind. Jeremy Renner is a Hawkeye. You get to see a lot of him. Um, I mentioned before, he actually, early on, he gets mind-controlled as a bad guy uh, for a little while, so you don't get to see as much character development, but you do see him quite a bit. Ouch. Um, and you get to see uh, uh, Stellan Skarsgård as Professor Eric Selvig, who's in Thor, from what I understand, and uh, uh, Clark Gregg plays Agent Phil Cousin. You'll see quite a bit of him, too. And Chloe uh, Smulders is in it, I see. Yeah. Um, I did notice uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's in it for a little bit, as we asked before, there's no, uh, uh, it's war machine, right? There's no war machine in this with Don Cheadle. All right. Um, they're, uh, pretty much no other like superheroes that show up. The movie was very good. I liked it. when I came out of the movie, I was trying to think of if this was my number one superhero movie and it's close. Really? It, it was really good. I was, ha- I was glad to see it. The effects were as expected. They, there's a really, I'll give, one specific instance that I liked uh, what they did at some point when the Avengers are in full gear working together, they do a awesome like scan through the city as they're fighting, uh, fighting bad guys. And it's almost like it's supposed to be a um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like just a, a very long pan shot where they go from one scene where two Avengers are fighting side by side to another scene, to another scene, to another so scene. Basically they make it seem, they make it seem fluid, right? They make it seem fluid. And then, you know, like they've got the, the music in the background. It's like, all right, this is the Avengers. This is awesome. They're full throttle. This is sweet. So it's and, from far away though, pretty much. Or no? Um, no, they sort of panning's not the, not the, the proper term, but they go from one scene and then they pan to the right quickly, which is obviously like a, a digitally edited cut, but it looks like they go from one scene of, Hulk smashing a guy through a building and Thor on the other side, like crushing a ship to another scene. Like, and they do it smoothly where it looks like the Avengers are all working together to thwart the enemy kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Ask did, as many did, questions as you'd like, Jeff. Did you happen? <laughs> Thanks. Did you happen <laughs> to notice who played the voice? He was uncredited, but who played yeah, the I voice of the too. Hulk? Yeah. I saw that. No, no. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Serious That's awesome. a heart attack, my friend. And for anybody that doesn't know the original TV Hulk, and there was a, there were a couple movies with him, weren't there? Or one? Um, I don't know if there ever was. I thought they did a movie, a feature with him. Maybe not back in the day. Um, I don't remember. I could be wrong, but this is the movie hour, so whatever I say stands. Right. Anyways, <laughs> if you so, say uh, he was in it, then we'll change IMDb. Yeah. So I got a question. Yeah. So you're telling me Scarlett Johansson is on a lot. I don't know much about the Black Widow. She's just all firearms, isn't she? And like. Martial arts. Combat. martial arts. Um, I, th- like, I don't know either. Like you're more that you're, 
We, like you didn't see any superpowers in this movie, for right? Me. The only thing that so they doesn't sort of, she like I don't know feel useless in these scenes or no? Like right. Um, at some point toward the end, there's all kinds of massive mass hysteria going on, and Hawkeye, the Black Widow, and Captain America are like stuck on the streets kind of thing. But they give them reasons to be on the street, like okay, you're gonna do this and you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that. But you can tell everyone else is doing all this epic shit while right. they're on the streets. And they're in, like, crowd control or something. <laughs> right. I will make sure this person with a baby gets right. away. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go make sure that car doesn't crush that child. Like, just, gotcha. You do get a little bit of that. Um, okay. But, and I I don't know, but from the from reading comics, I have, I have no idea what her uh, yeah, pops are either. But when I watch the movie, I get the feeling, they give you the impression that she's just amazing at just like pretty much hiding all emotions because she pretty much fools Loki into a, a scam at some point, all with just talking and acting like, you know, Loki is delving into her mind and playing with her thoughts and she just completely fools him. And there's talk of like how she's geared to deal with those situations. And I don't know what that means. They didn't really say anything out loud, but it gives like, I don't think she has a superpower per se. She's right. just really good at being, you know, completely acting a different person, being a double agent, that kind of thing. Um, and has sweet martial arts, kicking face, kicking face kind and of is stuff. Is Samuel Jackson involved in, like, the battles also? Like, does he act as an agent, or is he right. just kind of like the cheerleader? That kind of... Yeah, I expected barely more of Samuel L. Jackson than all the other uh, Avenger franchises. Like, you get to see him a little bit in all these other movies, but in this, you get to see a lot of him, and he does do a little bit of fighting, but okay. not... When the, I mean, vet, in the like comedy, Mace Windu but, fighting or good question, excellent question. Um, no, not like Mace Windu fighting. Um, he doesn't. Yeah, he does all right on his own. But I mean, I'd imagine with one eye, your death procession is going to be pretty <laughs> fucked up, and fighting would be difficult. Like you, you would think that. You I would think, I would think that. I do mm-hmm. think that. Uh, but yeah, it's it didn't fail to deliver on any any of my. Uh, thoughts going into any of my expectations it was a very good popcorn movie and it was i think they actually did a more than surprising job creating some kind of substance underneath it and um congratulations joss whedon like he uh he deserves it he's gonna make all kinds of loot on this i'm sure and he'll be probably at the forefront until he does some terrible adventures 3 movie and then uh we can cast him down as he deserves but uh for now well done and I think uh, everybody's going to see this movie and it's going to make tons of money still. And uh, right. I guess that is uh, the end of my review. Unless there's any final questions about exactly how hot Scarlett Johansson is or Chris Evans held up his end of the bargain. I think all but having not seen Captain America and um, obviously there was no Hawkeye thing and uh, having not seen Thor, I thought they all did a pretty good job since that was the, really the first time I saw them in those in those roles. And they do do a good job of making all these characters respective strengths show through and some of their respective, uh, faults, but okay, cool. Good. Uh, so, uh, off the movie reviews, unless James, you had something to, something you wanted to talk about. I can, you know, I saw the comedy awards. Have you heard of these things? Apparently they were out for the second year. Comedy central. Yeah. And I just like to say that Louis CK, like five of them or something is pretty funny. Did he just start saying shit like at the fourth or fifth? He, yeah, he's like, "This is just stupid." Now I feel retarded, <laughs> and he like just leave the show, like me, without even saying thank you again. <laughs> so it was, it was pretty good. I there, should mention. There, I thought. Go, go ahead. ahead. 
Okay, I was just going to say, I thought of Jeff when, uh, during the commercials for the Comedy Awards, they talked about how there was going to be a special episode of Between Two Ferns with uh, Zach Galifianakis, and Jeff on this show was pitching that a long time ago. It is pretty funny. I I watched uh, one of the ones with uh, TFA for that, too. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Super awkward. I didn't didn't see any of the new ones. I'm sure I will. Yeah, that's all it was. It was was like Stuart, Tina Fey, and for some strange reason... uh, the hell's that? The Virgin Airlines guy's name. Oh, what is oh, that? Oh, Richard Bur- Branson. Uh, Branson. Yeah, he was the third guy for some weird reason. I don't know why him. But yeah. it's what? funny. <laughs> but uh, the thing I was going to mention real quick, there was one bit that uh, the director from Bridesmaid won Best Director in a Comedy Film. And he got up there and he's like, you know, I'm going to do what you know all good directors do. I'm going to let somebody else do you know, the, the talking for me. So he's like, uh, Will Arnett, will you come up here and read my acceptance speech? That's pretty so funny. Will gets up there and he's starting to read it. And, uh, you know, most of it's, you know, just bullshit. Thank you. Thank you. This, thank you that. But then he gets towards the end. He's like, and then lastly, I want to thank my beautiful wife. So-and-so tonight we're going to make, you know, mad love between the sheets. And he's going on and on. And the wife has no idea this is coming. Is like literally like hiding under the, the tablecloth. And Will Arnett's like, you look at me when I'm talking to you. And just, this is pretty <laughs> funny do you like I, I didn't see it but did you tell did he was he reading off the card still at that point like was he reading off the card at all during he any had of that? cards yes okay. whether or not he was using it as a prop or right. actually reading right. them it looked yeah. like he was reading and quick toss out uh paul feig or feig however you pronounce it was yeah. the director of bridesmaids Correct. born in royal oak michigan just oh, throw, awesome. throwing that out there uh but yeah awesome i uh Saw a little bit of uh, Van Helsing, probably like two minutes of it. And I also saw a little bit of The Rock, but didn't watch the whole movie, unfortunately. Uh, but we will save those reviews until I am dead. Uh, so this brings us to the final feature of the episode, the Parker Posey play-along. Uh, question bring up weekly. Uh, question was at the boards last weekend, or last week was uh, Jim's question. And uh, pretty much, well, Jim's question submitted by uh, listener Brian, which by the way, if anybody wants to submit Parker Posey questions, you can find all of us at uh, gunkpit.com. Find us on the boards there, and you can just send us an email or uh, a PM, Greg, Jeff, or or uh, Jim. Jim, your name's Jim on the boards, isn't it? Or is it, it is. Uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, anyhow, um, your question, James, of last week was, uh, what was the most bizarre cast, movie cast? And there were uh, only a few answers, unfortunately. It was a... I had... A very very tough time yeah, thinking. Come up with it. anything since? Or? The only thing, like, what was funny was I was I was thinking about it and I found a after looking at Karen's and I was thinking more about doing a, the Mars Attacks thing that Jeff talked about because after we after the show we were talking about it and I looked up the cast and it's just hilarious how many people are in that movie. But no, I did not come up with an answer that was that. I could say these people together is bizarre. Like I could always pick one person and be like, what the hell is he doing in that role? But I yeah, couldn't that's basically think of, what I did. I, I yeah, didn't like do, do doing job. an ensemble cat, like it's really tough. And yeah, um, Karen captured it pretty good with her yeah, Dracula two thousand. I mean, yeah, she nailed it. Gerard Butler, Christopher Plummer, Omar Epps, all in ridiculous roles too. Yeah. Like Nathan uh, Fillion. So yeah, that was a that was a pretty good collection. I, did we get anything on the? No, uh, no, we didn't. Facebook? So it's uh, a very tough question to answer. And I'm going to completely do a today is my question, and I'm going to completely do a, a 180 on difficulty, but hopefully still just as awesome. Um, I had a 
usually like to do topical, and I came out of the Avengers thinking Scarlett Johansson's attractive and a couple of other things. But uh, my question this week is, what movie are you gonna be most excited for? Uh, but what movie are you gonna be most excited for? Uh, for that character, Avenger character, going on from here, like they're all the characters have their own movie coming out. Hulk hasn't been greenlit yet. <clears throat> But there already is a Thor 2, a Captain America 2, Iron Man 3. All those are even scheduled. There's talk of Black Widow coming because there's so much development in this movie for. But who knows? And then there's Hawkeye. But even though none of those are greenlit, if you could pick, you can pick those if you'd like. So who, what Avenger franchise are you most excited to see coming out of this? Um, we've talked about these other movies before. A lot of the previous Iron Man's Thor, Captain America, all those things. And I like I have no other way out other than well Black Widow would be awesome. But can uh, I can I, I invent the movie too? Like can I tell you about the plot? Yes, totally. <laughs> by all means. And even if you if you want to say Avengers two, I'll accept that also. So Avenger franchises, we're looking at all of them. If you want to go with one of the characters or uh, Avengers two, which has now been greenlit, um, knock yourself out. Um, Avengers two would be awesome, but I'm going to go with a, a solo and I'm going to go back with Iron Man three because now that two wasn't as good as the first one. I think three is going to redeem itself. Um, Tony Stark, AKA Robert Downey Jr. has pretty much stolen the show. And like in this movie in Avengers, he gets, uh, I don't want to say he gets held back, but everybody does a really good job of sticking with him. And I think, uh, I think it's going to be probably in terms of all those other um, facets of the Avengers, it's going to be still the most productive and most uh, uh, money-making, but hopefully the most uh, entertaining as well. But uh, I should mention, the Avengers movie, if you do go see it, there's a lot of after-credits stuff, and they do a very good job also of just doing a very cool credits scenes when they're saying, like, who did who acted as Thor, who acted as Iron Man. They do a lot of like shooting around to the equipment they were using in very, very detailed shots, and I, I really like that putting extra time into the credits look, looked awesome. Um, and they did line up the bad guy for the, for the sequel. So James, him, James would definitely be uh, excited if he only knew, if he only knew. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, so I, I claw. I'm going with Iron Man, the, the Iron next Iron Man movie, which believe is 2014. I think they're giving it uh, another, another year. I think Thor two and Captain America two are 2013, but uh, that is my choice. And I am curious on what you guys have. Jeffrey, you got a answer for this one? Yeah, I want to know backstory on Nick Fury. I wanted to see young Samuel L. Jackson hey, as played by Nick Cannon. Um, <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, you'll find yeah. out how he lost his eye. Yeah, right. I'm I'm guessing some sort of you know horrible like propane tank explosion or something like that but you know it might be it might be a little more exciting joss whedon could you could write it so it'd be more exciting than that but, of course uh, of course do you um, know do you know uh how sam fury has only one eye or nick fury i do not it's if you're asking it's me it's sam fury now uh awesome uh jeff were you still explaining your awesome movie i'm sorry eh, nah, <laughs> i think i'm pretty good I, uh, yeah, if you want, I did not think of doing Shield stuff either. If you want to pick Shield as your uh, offshoot story, there's definitely been talk. So um, yeah, you know, I, I'm gonna do that because I think Clark Gregg's pretty good in the series too. I want to, I want to know how those two grew up together in Shield. I want to see like Clark Gregg in the, uh, you know, like it, he works for the CIA or something, but he you know, also played the, by Nick Cannon. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> also. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's the best in the business, but he doesn't play by the rules. And so, you know. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, James, what is the most? Uh, what would be the number one character? Facet Avengers. Um, the number one would be Iron Man, but I'll pick something else. Um, you can pick Iron Man. It's fine. We can agree on something. I think it's like an unwritten rule. We can't. Okay. I don't want to be the first person to break that rule. I'm not confident enough in myself to do that. So. Okay. Um, man, I want to pick Captain America, but for all the wrong reasons. I like it. I like it. That sounds like sounds like lust. You're picking it for lust. I'm Is picking that... it because I want them to do it better <laughs> next time. <laughs> like that's that's why I would want to see it. It's like I really like Captain America and. I don't think they hit all the right notes for what that I, movie. What I expected from you was a pick for the bad guy. Like, I like the guys Captain America fought, or I like the guys that Hawkeye fought, or that's what I was sort of expecting from you. Like, who, what evil being will this guy be up against in his sequel? I love that even at, like, with Jim's, you know, crippling age and all the degenerative <laughs> diseases coursing through his blood, I like that he still has hope that, like, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> despite yeah. being boned in the past by some of these horrible movies, that, yeah. you know, things will get better. Oh, see, oh. I thought you were going to go with the... Uh, he still has hope that he's going to be alive for any of these. <laughs> I thought you were going with this. That would have been mean. Why would I Dude, say that? Believe me, they are going to fucking churn these things out so fast. <laughs> you will be alive for them. Don't worry about that. But, uh, yeah, assuming taking Captain America in hopes that it'll be better is a, a really inappropriate response, I guess I'll go with that. What You saw the first one. What's... Uh, if they're not... If he's not fighting uh, Red Skull... See, or... this is the problem with Captain America. Now that he's, like, in the modern era it's going to be hard to make him believable in a movie like in comics it's fine like my disbelief is gone you know like whatever america like because i was reading a little bit about it and again i'm probably slaughtering this for every comic comic book aficionado but wasn't it like captain america his series until he joined the avengers then he was just with the avengers or did captain america always have his own comic book alongside um in my knowledge, he was always the Avengers, and he was always the leader of the Avengers. Okay. Because, yeah, it sort of seems like, from what I was reading, it sounded like that he had a comic book of his own series. Yeah, he was literally, like, the all-American hero type, just Uber Boy Scout. So, cool. but, yeah, I guess I would go with that. And that was another thing I was kind of worried about after watching the Avengers. I'm like, okay, like, I was think I didn't know that the sequel was already greenlit, but after watching it, like, what are they going to have to do now to make it seem more over the top than this right. was. And at some, like, you know, they're going to be on another planet soon. Like it's gotta be like, all right, Avengers are in space. What's going yeah. on? All going to Asgard to hang out with Thor. <laughs> right. Right. It yeah. happens. Avengers do that all the time in the comics. <laughs> Actually, that was more of fantastic fours MO, but Avengers every once in a while. Uh, yeah, it'll be like, I, I know there are quite a few, uh, comic book, uh, crazies on the, on the Gunga pit. A lot of people interested in the Avengers. There's a lot of people that saw it and liked it. I'm very curious on what their answer is going to be for this. Um, I'll, make it a little more uh, uh, a little more legible on the forums but uh, the question being um, if you could pick uh, what what movie series what uh, franchise are you the most interested in seeing its sequel uh, or the next movie uh, are you more interested in seeing an Iron Man or a Thor a Hulk Hawkeye Black Widow Captain America Shield any of those options um, are are available Pepper Potts, the movie any of that yeah. shit Pots, the movie uh, and yeah, uh, guys, that question will be at theboardsgunkbit.com. Also be on their Facebook page. Look for the movie hour. Uh, James and Jeff, thank you so much for being here on a, another awesome night at the Gunkbit Studios. Yeah, thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Pleasure lies on this side of the table, folks. <laughs> it's <for> awesome. Listening. <laughs>
Thank you, everybody. The Scarlett Johansson Translation Movie Hour. See you next time. Spoiler alert. This episode may contain either movie... Wow. I don't deserve an audio. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) Uh, Why is this one the hard one? The the other one's the hard one. I have to remember the date.